Advice and opinions given on the Sedated Therapist podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for treatment or consultation with a mental health professional. Friend. Hey, friend. Hey. <laughs> hey, friend. How are you? I'm good, friend. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. I'm doing good. Friends out there listening in, how are y'all? How is the moment for you? Okay. Were you listening to episode two? Were you? Remember that. Now you know. You should know. But who you are listening to is Amy Gaskin, LMFT, specializing in anxiety and esteem. And I am Dr. Amanda Nicholson, LMFT. I specialize in sexuality and spirituality among black women. Woot. Okay. Hey. I'm just so proud of you. Thank you, friend. I'm just so proud of you. You know, you just be pushing and, you know, do it and you go, we, girl. We going to do that right now. You know I'm a crybaby. I know. Do that. It just came. It just was in my spirit. You know, you got to give people their flowers. I appreciate it, friend. You know I'm proud of you. I always tell you. <laughs> How you deal with her? How are y'all today? I know Amy asked y'all, but I'm going to ask y'all too. How are y'all doing? We hope you're having a beautiful day. Absolutely. We hope it's actually a beautiful day. Yeah. The day we are recording this, it is it's a beautiful, beautiful day. day. <laughs> okay. I hope the sun's out and it's all on your skin and you feeling it and you smelling it and you doing it and, and you, you glowing. Dr. Low. And you feeling good. So, friend, what's going on in your life? I'm trying to figure out why my hair giving me trouble. We're talking about all this glowing and showing and doing. What is a doing? Who knows? But trying to figure out my hair because sometimes it just gets all dry. And so I've been trying to figure out, like, what kind of products. And I don't know because I know this, but I never remember it. Okay. Changing products as the seasons change. Oh, that's smart. Because... When it gets cold, you have to, you actually are supposed to intake more water. Mm-hmm. Um, which then also because you know you'll dry out. Nobody likes to do dehydrated cell. but um, that includes like your hair. That means you have to you might have to switch up your hair products as well. And so I thought I switched it well, but no. Well, you have to think too. Maybe it's time for your spring routine to yeah. make an appearance. So maybe you did do good for the winter. Yeah. So let's give yourself props for that. I do need to give myself. Right. Can we get a round of applause, KB, right there? Ooh. I did do good. Yeah, you did good, but the season is changing. It is Georgia, so it changes very quickly. Yes. So your hair just wasn't ready. Back and forth. Your hair wasn't ready. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I just go get mine done. You are so rich. <laughs> you are so rich. Did you did you see how she just just switched it up on me? While you out here trying to figure out your regimen, I'm just gonna let somebody else do it. When I grow up, because I ain't gonna do it. When I grow up, y'all, I'm gonna be just like Doctor Amanda Nichols. First of all, y'all don't let Amy fool you, because I'm I'm playing catch up. Mm-mm. I'm playing ketchup. And no ketchup. I'm playing ketchup. We don't even like tomatoes around here. Whatever. She loves ketchup. So I like it. You know, I like a little barbecue sauce. <laughs> Sweet baby rays. But y'all don't let Amy fool you. Okay. 
I'm catching up to to Miss Gaskin. That's what I'm caught because she rich. Miss Gaskin. I'm I'm catching up to her. Um, I just go get my hair done because I'm lazy. I wish I could be lazy. I cut mine because I was feeling lazy. Mm-hmm. I love the child. So cut your hair, guys. Trim it, cut it, trim it. it. You gotta cut it all off unless I mean, that's what I just you want to do. Some half of it off. Unless that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. what are you using? Like what is your product of the moment? Or what are you thinking about switching to as the season See, changes? Actually, and this just goes back to how rich Amanda is. I have been thinking <laughs> right now I'm using Elodia Hair Care. Uh-huh. And I hope I said that correctly, correctly, but it I met her a couple of years back at a seminar um that someone was doing. And um it she is a chemist and she mm-hmm. pulls together her own products. And so I really like her products. They really worked for me. Um, but I am noticing some changes. So what I was thinking about going to is <laughs> she making a face y'all because she knows she rich. She got every piece of this product pattern. But by she my auntie. Wait, auntie pause. Ross. I'm rich, but a chemist. Now let's think about that. She's a chemist, but okay, continue. My auntie uh, <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, I'm thinking about switching to her to some of her products and mm-hmm. see how it works for my scalp. Um, specifically, it's my scalp, and I already know how to kind of figure as far as once I get a product in my hands if it'll work for my hair. Right. And I hope you all know there's a difference between the things that you need to do for your scalp and for your actual hair. But, you know, I'm no hair specialist, but I know what I know. Um, but I'm trying I think I'm going to switch to some of her products and see if that works. Um, I just hate going through that, pro- that process of buying products, buying products. And then I got all this stuff underneath my sink. Black girl problems. Yeah. Um, I do highly recommend pattern. She <laughs> rich, y'all. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I'm there. Is that not because I'm rich? I'm on my way. I'm blessed. We'll say that. People say they're blessed. It's a humble way of saying (laughs) there's an overflow. Anyway, the windows, okay? Anyway, but I am opening up, you know, I'm ready for the floodgates to wash on over me. Jesus. All right. Mm -hmm. So I do recommend pattern because, you know, I have problems with my scalp all year round. Yeah. So um, I have what people call growing dandruff. It's just dandruff. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just dandruff. What other way would it go? Right. So unless there is a difference, if there is somebody, please let me know. And the significance. Thanks. So Tracy dropped um, a scalp. Caroline. Yes. Right. So when she dropped that. Auntie Tracy. Auntie Tracy. So I had already started using pattern and I didn't start using it because I'm rich. I saw a factor. I saw a deal and I took advantage of it. And I said, this is a great way to try this. So if you don't know about curl box by my leaked heel, you should definitely follow um, I know that a lot of people have subscriptions, but sometimes you can buy the boxes without a sus- subscription. Yeah. So when Pattern first dropped, Tracy Ellis Ross, she did a box with Curlbox. Yeah. And they bought the box back around for her birthday. Oh, wow. And I have been wanting to try it. But my leaks are auntie. 
for Auntie Tracy's birthday. So they brought it back around and I was like, oh, this is a good time to try because it was the full bottle product. So it's the conditioner, the leave-in conditioner. I got the conditioner, leave-in conditioner, the shampoo, Mm -hmm. her brush, which is not cheap. Yeah. The brush and the jojoba oil, five full things for 20 bucks. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm buying it. And it worked. So when I saw she dropped the scalp treatment stuff, it's like a rice water mask and some, I forgot what the stuff is you put on your scalp. It has like peppermint and all these different things in it. I was like, I'm going to try it. And it's been working really well Mm -hmm. for my scalp Um, because in between going to the salon, I try to do my own hair in between. Y'all make your own assumptions from here, okay? (laughs) In between, um, so other people can take care of my hair because it's so sensitive. So it is, y'all. I ain't trying to be bald. So, <laughs> and then it runs in my family. So my butt gotta go to the Ooh, salon. Listen, you need to pay attention to your family line of hair because don't think you know what. And I ain't trying to be shady, but it might become off like just some shade passing by. But men paying attention to. Um, their bloodline of hair and hair loss and hair growth. Yeah. I started paying attention to that because I think those changes kind of starts in your maybe mid-20s for men, maybe? Because I was maybe. curious, like, is that balding, sir? And maybe that's just in my dating life that I start to pay attention to hair. But hair. you should. Um, I like my hair. Yeah. And I like my hair being to where I can throw it up in a bun or a ponytail. So that is why I go to the salon because the people who take care of my hair, they're really good at it. So I'm going to change the subject because Amy's about to start again. So I'm just going to go ahead and we're going (laughs) to shift into the homework. Okay. I want to check in on the homework from last episode. Um, if you hadn't listened to the last episode, please go back because I don't know what you're doing with your life. But let me tell you, if you go back and listen to this podcast, then you are doing something better with your life. Okay, so homework is <laughs> or homework was to reflect on the things that you are talking to with your therapist. And so this was sp- specific to people who um, are currently in therapy. But go back to your therapist and it was to go back to your therapist. I'm sorry. And see if you were being as real as possible, telling them exactly what they need to know and not what they what you think that they want to hear. And I believe the second part of that homework was to also reflect and see, are you in this? Are you in your therapy? And is it a collaborative experience? Are you showing up as the expert about you as well as collaborating with your therapist to be a support and a help in, in the expertise that they have. Um, so we would love to know what you um, found, what your reflections are. If you had not already gone over to our um, Instagrams and leave that, um, do you want to plug yours? Oh, my Instagram? My Instagram is at the Amanda Nicholson. Yes, you can find me there. Yes, and you can find mine at at. Amy Gaskin, that is A-M-I-E, no Y, G-A-S-K-I-N. Thank you. Should I spell my name? You should. Probably, because people always say Nickerson, and that's not it. So, at (laughs) the Amanda Nicholson, 
So Amanda is spelled, well, the is spelled T-H-E. Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A, and Nicholson, N-I-C-H-O-L-S-O-N. Yes. Not Nichols, Nicholson. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay. Do you know that (laughs) what can bother me, and this is just an ode to everybody, to make sure that you listen when people talk, and if you don't catch it, say, can you say that again? Because when I said my last name is Gaskin, People say, Gaskins? <laughs> absolutely not what I said. And that is absolutely not me if you look me up. So, before we start ranting, <laughs> I would say this last scene. I learned to correct people with my last name when I was in high school. Yeah. And after the Brian Nichols case. Oh, and wow. my Ooh, social yeah. studies teacher was like, Miss um, Nichols, is that your active virus delayed? I said, no, my last name is Nicholson. And he was like, oh, my God, I've been calling you Miss Nichols this whole time. And I was like, yeah, no, my last name is Nicholson. <laughs> just to be specific. To be specific, I just started making sure. Yeah. 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 Claim your names, guys. And I say that I don't necessarily go by my full first name, but it's okay to correct people about their names. It's a whole nother episode, baby. Ask Amy what her name is. Everybody go to Amy's page and comment under her last sedated therapist post and just say, Amy, what's your name? And if you know her name, don't put it. Respectfully. Or you can respect her boundaries. I guess. Okay. Moving Nonetheless, on. I mean, come on. Y'all, y'all can come on over. I might disclose. Okay. But anyway, I'm your name, y'all. And, and, you know, correct people if they, if they get it wrong. That's what people know you by. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Nonetheless. So, hot topic that we've been talking about lately, friend, is being a friend. Like, there's so many components to being a really good friend and then growing. I think this is like growing as a friend. Right. Yeah. All right. Let the fo- let the friends know. Okay. So I'm out. I'll let y'all know how this topic came up. Yeah. So we've been talking about relationships a lot. Well, we talk about relationships all the time. I'm not going to say a lot lately. All the time. We talk about relationships yes. all the time. She be extra <laughs> over here. So we talk about relationships all the time. And uh, y'all are probably over there like, duh, you're marriage and family therapist. You know, like, no, our own relationship. <laughs> so we talk about all the time. Yeah. So, um, and we were talking about um, how our friends kind of show up when we're talking about romantic relationships and how to be better friends there. Like, be a better friend in that moment for your friends. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't going to tell y'all neither one of our business. So <laughs> you're not going to get that part of the scene on this yeah. podcast. Sorry. So, yeah. So not until, you know, we feel like best friends. Right. You know? it, it might come soon. Yeah. But we were just talking about, we were talking about in relation to how when our friends are in relationships. Yeah. How sometimes, you know, we can see the red flags sometimes as friends. And instead of saying, um, yeah, girl, I don't think this is a good idea anymore. Or yes, you should back off. Yeah. We 
continue to agonize. Oh, like, it's going to be okay. They like you so much. Um, I can tell they like you because they keep doing this. They wouldn't be doing this if they didn't like you. And I think as we get older, we have to be careful about that because I think as friends, we contribute to, at times, even though people are grown, we contribute to our friends staying in situations longer than they need to. And I think what, and and to this point and, and to, to give a, a some more context, to this, mm-hmm. sometimes it's unconsciously you're doing this. Right. Because um, I love when we, when we were talking about it, it was that we get excited when our single friend or it was specific to our single friend is excited about meeting this new person. And it's like, yes, girl, go or yes, guy or go homeboy, whatever it is. Right. But you're excited for your friend. And that, um, how that impacts how, what's the word that I want to use? Take your time. Don't rush. Thank you, friend. You're welcome. Take your time. Think about it. So let me get my words. Okay. So what I want to say is that the excitement of my friend unconsciously can create this space in me that says, okay, I need to figure out how to make this work because not only am I excited, but my friend is excited. So that's validating my excitement. So I need to stick here. I need to figure this one out. And no, that's not, it's not true. And so what we're talking about is as a friend, does it, as friends, Mm -hmm. the things that you say, the excitement that you give, how does that impact the other person? who is out here dating or in these relationships? Like, does that unconsciously um, leave them in a space to figure out things they don't need to be figuring out or staying somewhere they really don't need to be staying? Yeah. I don't think I could put any better. <laughs> okay. Myself. I don't yeah. know. If I, and, and if it doesn't make sense, please go to my page and say, uh-uh, girl, that didn't make sense. But yeah. I'm, I'm trying to put it into the um, into the mindset that, and I'm speaking to, and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're talking about friends where there's some type of healthy exchange already mm-hmm. um, between person to person where I receive feedback and criticisms and, hey, check this out from you. Yeah, we're talking about friends like how you, me, and how you and Yara, how yeah. you and Erica. Yeah. Hey, best friends. How me and Shantia. Yeah. How us and Megan yeah. and Ashley. Your like close friends. Yeah. Our friends. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. So, like, we're talking about, like, within our actual friend circle. And we hope it's okay that we mentioned y'all. So. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So, our close Friends, like the friends who should be able to tell us what's real, what's real. But like you said, we get so excited. And I know I can speak from my from my perspective as being the friend who has been in the long term relationship. Yeah. And when you see your friends getting like they get it close, you like, come on, bring it around a bit. Come We're on. About to be able to do that. Yes. <laughs> Y'all do not know how bad. Oh my god! <laughs> I went to double date, so <laughs> y'all just don't know. Um, but because you want to do those couple things with your friend, and you know how everybody's like, "Oh, we have our couple," and I'm like, "We don't have our couple yet," and I'm like, "And well, in reality, your friend may not be your couple, but yeah, different." 
podcast yeah. episode okay. topic. <laughs> so we get so excited and it's like, oh my gosh, my friend gets in our my friend is gonna be in our relationship too. They'll understand what I'm talking about, when I'm talking about these things. Yeah. Um, we'll be able to do a couple of things together. And I think no matter how old we are, we still get excited yeah. for that. For ourselves, sometimes it's selfish because yeah. I made a joke about that not too long ago. Yeah. It's like, I just want my friends to get in a relationship so I can go on double dates. Yeah. But of course, I don't want them to be in trash relationships so we can go <laughs> on double ain't dates. I'm trying to double date with trash. <laughs> I was about to say something, but <laughs> Amy would have threw her bike at me. So. <laughs> If you know the joke, I hope you're laughing too. So, moving on. <sighs> Ow! She's got hit with a pillow. So, yes, we don't want our friends. <laughs> we don't want our friends dating trash, right? So, we need to be <laughs> honest <laughs> with them. About the situations that they're in, no matter how good it looks. Yeah. Because and how happy that they are. How happy that they are. Um, we can't hype them up. Okay, it's coming. It's coming. We gotta let not our friends know when to slow down. Yeah. Pace yourself. Right? What I feel like we are all sometimes in such a rush to be in relationships that we are we can ignore red flags. Yeah. And our friends are so hype about our happiness that we as friends kind of push them to the side. Be like, oh, that could change tomorrow or they'll, you know, when you get in a relationship, this may change instead of saying, okay, slow down, take a step back, really think about like. If you were to get in a relationship with this person today, right. would you be okay right. with this? Yeah. Because people are showing you who they are before you get in a relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. And past events, recent past events, mm-hmm. are when I started evaluating my approach to my friends about people who they were excited for. Yeah. Because... If there are red flags there and obvious and concerns from your friends, like you have to step outside of your one, your selfishness for wanting them to be in a relationship to be okay. You're happy, but step aside as their friend who can tell the truth and be like, you know, I know you may not want to hear this, but is it okay if I share this perspective with you? Because I think these are some things that you should think about. Yeah. And so I want to kind of um, add a component to that because I want to make sure that our friends know this is is, this is a part of perspective of friendship. So it does not exclude um, the fact that sometimes your friends don't want to hear certain feedback Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just kind of want to not express certain things that are boundaries. And it's so far that you can help a friend or give advice to a friend. But there are moments in healthy friendships where um, or I guess when building healthier relationships is like, hey, friend, is it OK that I give you feedback in certain areas? And your friend will either say yes or no. So between me and Amanda as friends, I <laughs> I don't know if you can remember this, but there are times when I go to Amanda and I say, OK, Amanda, I need you to be like raw dog straight <laughs> up with me. Like, OK, tell me what you think about this. Like, 
throw friend out the window. That doesn't mean throw respect out the window. That doesn't mean throw um, all things that that would out, that would make me feel disrespected as a person. But I need real feedback from you. I don't want the sugar coated stuff because I'm in a I'm I'm in a pickle. Yeah, and I need my friend because I'm gonna trust the things that you're saying. I'm gonna trust that you have my best interest in mind, and you're not gonna give me the sugar coated piece of candy about this. You're really gonna let me know what I need to see. It's up to me as the friend to reflect on it. I don't have to take it as as word truth and golden straight out the the book. Okay, the big book. But I appreciate when my friends tell me, okay, Amy, mm, I don't think. And all my friends have different approaches, okay? All of my friends have different approaches. And I know who to go to when I want a certain approach. But I also know that no matter the approach, it is the foundation of it is real. And they have care for me. And they know me enough to say, okay, Amy, but you this and you tell them out you're going to be okay with that, then that's a no. And so... I just kind of wanted to give that perspective about mm-hmm. this topic because I think that there might be some friends that may say, uh-uh, because I don't want to say nothing to my friend about that's their business. Well, I'm not sure what kind of friend you are, and we all are different types of friends. So if this is relatable, then then you will receive this in the way that we're, that we're giving it. Yeah, I agree. You know, we know our friends' boundaries. Right. And we know when it's important to talk to our friends and how to approach them. Because, y'all, when Amy asked me, she'd be like, I need you to tell me the truth. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> and I start the conversation like that. I was like, okay. And it, it, to be honest, when I go into those moments of like, okay, Amanda, it's me like saying, I'm going to need this girl to be real and truthful with me, but I need it. And she don't like it either. Uh Uh-uh, no. But I'm I'm coming to a place that I'm needing to be humble because I need the support. And that is, why why do I have a friend if I can't do that? Or if they can't just come to you and say, I think we need to talk about something. I'm seeing, and I'm trying to become, as I get older, I am definitely seeing how important it is to be just upfront with your friends and truthful. Like when they say stuff, be like, um, I really don't think that applies to you. <laughs> that ain't it, friend. And this is why not trying to be mean or like when we go back to like the relationships thing, I'm not trying to bring you off a of cloud nine. I'm so happy that you are happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to bring you down a notch because, you know, for a lot of people, they feel like, oh, you being a hater. Yeah. Um, you sad, so I got to be sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, then you think you know it all because you've been in a relationship seven, eight. How long you been in a relationship? A long time. Because you've been in a relationship <laughs> a long time. You think you know it all. I think it's seven years. But if you listening, I I don't know. She ain't real. Um, <laughs> she ain't real, Drew. I don't know. Seven <laughs> Forever, if you ask some people, a lot. (laughs) You piece all the years together. Yeah. Very long time. But you have to be in a place, make sure your friend is in a place to receive. So just like I was talking to someone recently, and I was like, you know, I think what this person said to you was really good advice. Yeah. But not for right in this moment. Oh, yeah. Right? So I was like, so this is 
my perspective and you can take it if you want to but maybe consider this too yeah I want you to also consider this because one I don't like seeing my friends hurt Mm -hmm. right and I'll be ready to fight and if you can see (laughs) y'all I'll be ready to fight but I temper myself and you want to know the funny thing is Amy is like my most non-biased friend but she still be ready to fight (laughs) so that's funny but all my other friends hold grudges so I can at least talk to Amy about some things so you gotta know who look you gotta gotta know know your friends you gotta know but I think we just need to do better as friends especially when it comes to romantic situations to tell our friends the truth like I think we just be so happy and I think another thing is that we as a society are so relationship oriented when it comes to having romantic partners that even when things don't work out, people are like, well, what did you do? Y'all couldn't make that work. And you're like, this was no longer serving me. So I don't understand why people are picking this apart to why, why did I, I just didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Or I couldn't be there anymore. Or I couldn't be there anymore. So yeah, I think we just need to do better as Friends, talking to our friends about, you know, honoring the red flags that they see. Yeah. One, talking to me. Okay, why is this a red flag for you? Right. Right. Like really talking to him about it instead of brushing it off and being like, uh, you just don't want that. You say you want this. You say you want that. But when it comes along, you don't want to be in the moment or whatever. But no, if you about to be in a relationship, you pick that thing apart. Pick it apart. You can pick people apart and pick put it back together, but you just need to know is this if this person was to ask me to be with them today mm-hmm. with where we are in our dating journey, if they ask me to be with them today, am I gonna be with everything that has transpired yeah. transpired up until this point? And if you are in a relationship, long term or however you want to think about it, commit it. If this person was to propose to you today, are you going to be okay with marrying this person as they are today? It's either going to be a yes for you or a no for you. So, yeah, that's what I got on that. That's been on my mind a lot lately. Yeah. I hope all that makes sense. That's that on that. Yeah. So, friend. Ooh, ooh. Let's shift on over to our clips. I love these clips. Me too. I love the clips because it just kind of brings in a little bit of um, a little bit of flavor. Okay. So if you don't know, once again, I don't know how many times I'll say it, but I'll say it every podcast. If you haven't been watching, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So the clips are we watch a clip and we just kind of take the perspective as a therapist and say what we would do in these situations. Okay. So today we have a clip. Now my favorite, okay, my favorite, one of my favorite series is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, okay? In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Okay, so um, in this clip, it's a clip of Will and Lisa when he was dating Lisa. Um, <laughs> and they go to a group marriage counseling um, session. And so it is a play off of Lisa and Will um, uh, role-playing who, um, how they experience each other. 
And so I want you all to take a listen and then we'll um, give our little feedback, okay? Is your problem because you're the man uh, you know what i'm saying they recognize your mother died your mother's dead your mother ain't living no more great lisa show us well done. <laughs> I believe it's my turn. Go ahead, Will. Oh, excuse me. Uh, can, can I borrow this for a second? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm You want some popcorn? <laughs> Why are you screaming? Well, I'm supposed to be a cook. I'm supposed to be a cleaner. I'm supposed to do everything you want. What you gonna do? <laughs> Listen, you need to stop acting so stupid. You need to get a job and do something. So you can buy me something nice. You ain't never bought me nothing nice. You just be acting all dumb. And why are you talking about your uncle all the time? He ain't fat. He is big bones <laughs> I love the first one. Um, okay, so, Amanda, <laughs> what you think of Will and Lisa? Okay, so, role-playing is actually my favorite I thing to it. do in couples therapy. One, because it's like holding up a mirror mm-hmm. for the other person to see. And I think it's a great exercise. I'm not sure if I would do it in group. Yeah, therapy like yeah do it like that like if we did like a breakout or something like that i would do it with multiple therapists there mm-hmm. um so i wouldn't do it in a group setting but no this is tv mm-hmm. um but role playing is such a powerful tool and yeah. i know in therapy most people are like they look at you like you crazy be like that's a role play and i'm like i know it's gonna feel silly but just work with me um, because I feel like when people role play as their spouse, your spouse gets to see and hear mm-hmm. how your spouse gets to see and hear how you are receiving what they are saying and what they are doing. And I think the most powerful part of the role play, of course, is the role play itself, but the processing that happens after, because I like to say, oh, what did you see what they saw when you all were having that conversation or that exchange? So 
I think in this situation, that was good. I just wouldn't have done it in a big group setting. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? I literally, my note is I love the reversal role play because um, my, and this is what I always emphasize to kind of slow my couples down is um, the same. My experience of you is Mm -hmm. you may not agree. You may not think that this is what you're doing. Your intention might be something else, but my experience of you is, and that's my truth. And so they get to, they get to express that now. (laughs) I definitely enjoy and I've been in a couple of sessions where the sarcasm about the yep. <laughs> is hilarious, you know. And then it also I, I've also noticed that sometimes with the role play, it kind of breaks the ice with the couple as well because you, you might see a little bit of laughter and, and smiling as well, which also gives me the idea that these they're in this. They want mm-hmm. to figure this out. And so those are like small signals that I look for that says, you know, there's still joy in here. There's still love here. So we can figure this out. There is a motivation there. Um, but I love the role play. Like my experience of you is this, and maybe in its dramatics, this is what it is, but I think it's really cool. Now, I also was thinking about it being in the group setting as well. Um, and I dare to challenge you to say, okay, what be, and I, and I don't know, this is not speaking from like, I've done it in, in this way and in a group, but do you think that there is something that can be. Um, process within the group by watching another couple do reverse role play? I think it is. And I think my reservation with not doing it like doing it in a group is not everybody is ready. Tell me more what you mean. For not every couple can do reversal role play. Okay. Right. So, I don't know where they are in this, you know, setting, but you have to think in a group, if your group is an open group, yeah, right, which this group probably is, if your group is an open group, people are coming in at different points of their journey. So if you did a role play there and the couple is new, but you don't know where they are in their journey, that could become like a really toxic situation. Um, It can change the ebb and flow of the group. Now, if it's a close group, we're all in on the same kind of wavelength. I might be able to better gauge like who in the group is ready for this activity. But to your challenge, I understand where you're coming from because then as a group, we all can process this, which is the point of a processing group, which is usually what group therapy is, this processing group. So I think it can be done. So I'll say that I think it can be done. It just has to be carefully orchestrated if done. Yeah. So just to kind of, and I'm in agreement with you, that's why I kind of um, wanted to see. She challenges me a little. Yeah. So just to kind of piggyback, an open group is when um, there isn't, it's not a cohort coming in. Any person right. can come in at any time while the, while the group therapy sessions are in play over a sequence of weeks. A closed group is everybody signs up, and on this day, the group closes, the sign-up closes, and right. we all take the same track week to week. You see the same people every time. The I would do it with a closed group because mm-hmm. there is a trust building and a confidentiality and a respect growing so that the feedback that I might get from the people in this group, I can honor and I can respect because they know where I am. They've learned me. 
And when I do this role play, they can get laughs off with me, but they can also challenge me and say, okay, but why do you experience me this way? Or I see what you mean by this, this, and that. You can get that feedback. So I think that I, I can see both of those. I can see doing it in a closed group, and I can also do obviously doing it just as just with the couple. Yeah, closed group only is what I would <laughs> recommend. Um, because, like you said, that trust is yeah. there within the close group and you build relationships in group therapy and I highly recommend group therapy yes. actually if you're not ready for individual but we'll talk about that another day so of course go to our respective Instagram pages comment what you think about this week's clip what you think about our feedback yeah um any questions that you might have about yeah. groups because that we do recommend those. Every yeah, time. we highly recommend groups. So, all right, Amy, what we got for the people today? Homework. Yes. So, I want to remind you about the homework. So, the homework is to check in with your friends, um, ask those questions that you need to ask, if, even if that's asking permission to um, be more real with your, um, with your friend and what that looks like. Um, reflecting to see if you need to give your friend permission to be more real with you. Um, was there something that I missed there? No, that's no. good. Yeah. So that's what we have. Okay. So make sure that you like, share, subscribe, go listen to all of the previous podcasts, catch the homework, do the homework. Cause you know, we check up on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if you have questions, reach out to us. We'll love to answer. We're pretty open about that. Okay. Yeah, and I am Dr. Amanda Nicholson, and my Instagram <laughs> is at the Amanda Nicholson. <laughs> that is where you can find me on IG. Yes, and I'm Amy Gaskin, and I can be found at Amy Gaskin on Instagram. Okay, so see you later. Bye. Bye.